Welcome to STEAM State of Mind, your favorite source for all things STEAM education. This isn't just science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. It's a state of mind, a different way to approach education in the classroom. STEAM State of Mind! Enjoy these conversations with educators, students, and community members as we explore what it means to be in a STEAM State of Mind. STEAM State of Mind! Hi, this is Carrie coming to you from Kettering. And I'm Bern. And this is the STEAM State of Mind podcast. Thanks for joining us. All right, Carrie, we have, we're actually sitting in a closet. I mean, literally sitting in a closet at Fairmont High School recording a podcast with an amazing teacher and four of her students. And we are enjoying every minute of it absolutely we had i think we had more fun leading up to this than maybe we will doing it but we're going to try to have well, some fun I, with I that think too. we can laugh some more it'll absolutely. be fine so i'm really excited because this is our first time really getting into the high school level with our steam podcast and so um i would like to introduce aaron she is an amazing teacher who has just received some awards and done some great things here at Fairmont High School. And they're actually, we found out, we're sitting in a room that will not exist next year because they are even expanding our program in our room and stuff like that. So will you, Aaron, will you please just give us a little bit of your background? You know, how did you get into teaching? What led you to Fairmont? And a little bit about the program. Sure. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you all are here uh, visiting our storage closet. Uh, (laughs) As you said, this won't be here next year. Um, What's really cool is that the district is supporting the biotech CTC program um, and expanding us into the locker bay next door. So we will have the area for our students to be able to do more science, which is always fun. Um, My background, I actually am a Fairmont alumni. I graduated back in 2001. And so I found my way back to Fairmont because I started here. And prior to becoming a teacher, I worked... Um, I guess first I went to college, I got my uh, master's degree from University of Cincinnati in immunology, and then I worked from there in some uh, research and development labs, including a lab in Covington, Kentucky, where we're working on a brain tumor drug. And that drug is now in clinical trials. So that's really exciting. Oh, that's neat. Um, If anybody wants to go look that up, it's a company called Bexian Pharmaceuticals, and they're doing some really neat work. Um, After that, I was fortunate enough to get into teaching. Um, I'd always want to be a teacher, but I kind of thought I missed that boat because I went a different direction completely. Um, There's another career tech center, Miami Valley CTC, up in Inglewood, Ohio, and they had an opening for their biotechnology position to teach that program. And so prior to coming to Fairmont, I taught at Miami Valley CTC for five years. And then um, two years ago, um, Mandy Van Dyke, who is the biotechnology teacher here at Fairmont, retired, and she said, hey... (laughs) interested in coming back to Fairmont. You know, she had said that along the way, like, maybe someday this could be where you end up. And I said, maybe. I don't know. I just started teaching. Let's see where it goes. Um, And it just worked out to come back to Fairmont. It's been really exciting being here. Uh, Last year was definitely different, right? People were here. People weren't here. Mass, no mass, all of that kind of stuff happening. Um, I did let my students know, though, that they couldn't get me lost in the building because (laughs) I had been here before. (laughs) So that that was good, except the wrestling gym. That was new. Um, but it's been fun to be back as a teacher. Um, I just have fun. I think it's cool. We get to do science. We get to learn. Uh, we mess things up all the time. 
So that's good. <laughs> My students are Her in here students laughing. Her students are I mean. all laughing, yes. yes. Um, and point, yeah. so she tells and the pointing truth. to themselves, strangely. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's like a self-admission there. I don't know. Um, but, you know, in here in the biotech lab, it's all about um, we fail a lot, uh, but we're not failing to learn. We're learning as we go. And I always tell them that's the best way to learn is by failing. And if it doesn't work the first time in the lab, we probably... We definitely need to try again. So, well, we are going to get into that whole F A I L thing here in a minute because first attempt in learning, right? Yeah, that that's really yeah, that's what right. learning is all about. <laughs> but first of all, I knew I loved Mandy Van Dyke for something. And she's pretty cool. She's a pretty yeah. awesome lady. It's her fault I'm a teacher. Thanks for her <laughs> to her for bringing she kept you bugging to Fairmont me before I became a teacher too. That's great. So, well, that's I'm awesome. glad. It's good stuff. Way to go, Mandy. I miss if you're her. Listening. She's good. And this must be your calling because you were just um, certified recently as a distinguished modern classroom educator, which is a pretty awesome thing and fits right in with the whole kind of STEAM state of mind that we've been talking about on these podcasts. So tell us, what does it mean to be a modern classroom educator? So Modern Classrooms Project, um, I came across that on the Twitterverse of teachers when I was trying to find the words... I guess I needed the words to explain how I teach. So yes. people kept asking me my yes. style. I'm like, I don't know what my style is. Like, we just do stuff. We're hands-on, you know? We're learning as we go. Um, and being someone who likes to learn, I kind of was out there trying to do some research and came across MCP. Um, and the Distinguished Modern Classroom Educator means that um, you're a teacher that's working to put in kind of self-paced, mastery-based learning in your classroom. Um, and it was um, a certification that I got to earn. I got to try and make some of, you know, those lessons in the in that style um, and implement those in my classroom. And so I've kind of been experimenting. It's biotech, right? We do experiments in here, um, sometimes with my students, right? <laughs> experimenting on them. Um, and so what it means is that my students are able to really dive in and get to learn things um, versus just sitting in a chair and taking notes. We do take notes. Sure. Don't let me fool you on that. We do have to do that sometimes. Um, and then we get to take what we learn in those notes and we get to, to apply that in the classroom and get messy. Well, that's hmm. awesome. You know what? Let's let's introduce these great students that we have sitting here. Guys, why don't you introduce yourselves to our podcast audience so they know who they're hearing from? Hello, I'm Graylin Fitzpatrick. Hi, I'm Katie uh, Babel and I'm a senior. I'm Mason Cole and I'm a senior. I'm Zoe Kettner and I'm a senior here at Fairmont. I forgot to mention I'm a senior. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all seniors. Senior lab. And uh, this is what's so cool about when she, when your teacher was talking, you guys were nodding your head like, you know, okay, she's just not giving us lip service. This is really true. And what and you guys seem to all agree and enjoy, you know, this type of um, teaching and stuff. But, so I'm curious about why did you guys – choose to be part of this class because this is a choice right you don't have to take this isn't like requirement this is a choice so why in the world would you choose to be part of this class i'm curious i mean so i i want to join this class because i knew that i always wanted to do something with chemistry related 
And it's actually kind of funny because this class reminds me a lot of the fifth grade class that you taught me. Because uh, oh it, it's a lot of that is it's, so cool. It's a lot of hands-on <laughs> stuff, and I remember like the, the star group, I think, and where we'd go and we'd do stuff and we'd learn. And I think this is a very relatable thing because I want to go into chemical engineering and being able, especially junior year. Junior year was probably the best one for me because it was a lot of learning all this new stuff. Like senior year is still awesome. Don't don't kid yourself. But junior year, learning the stuff, learning how to use the machines, you learning about the different reaction stuff. It, it was pretty cool. So I would definitely, if you have any interest, please check this out. It's awesome. Okay. I'm, I did not tell him to say that. <laughs> okay. I was trying to, like, not show favoritism or anything like that. But that is really cool. We just set you cool. up for a walk down memory lane today. We did. Yeah. We did. And it's a good memory lane. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I decided to join biotechnology because all my life I've always had an interest in science and in helping people. But I never really wanted to talk to the people that I was helping. <laughs> so I really didn't want to join Allied Health. And plus that CTC is way too competitive for me to get into. So I decided, you know what? I want to do biotech because I've always loved science. I always loved biology. It's my favorite subject still even today. And being in this class has allowed me to like channel what I really wanted to do because we do almost like different labs from almost every single topic in biotechnology from like microbiology to immunology to just studying animals to growing plants to making bacteria glow in the dark. It's really fun. And to... raising brine shrimp. And raising yeah. brine shrimp. We're gonna get it. we're gonna get into that yeah. here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get to learn so much. And also through this class, I was able to gain an internship at the Lions Eye Bank of West Central Ohio, which I actually want to work there when I graduate high school because it's so fun there and I enjoy it so much. That's great. Wow. Wow, that is so cool. Okay, who would like to go next? I mean, we've got some amazing answers here. Um, yeah, I decided to join biotech because um, I actually didn't know I had a lot of interest in science growing up. And then freshman year, I took the required biology credit. And I was like, man, this is really cool. And I noticed that I was really interested in in it way more than people in my class were. And I was like, man, I, I really think I like this more than most people do. And then I took chemistry. And then I kind of realized that, like, I really love science and I, I really want to do something. And I've always been like, like a math person. So I was like, this is kind of making sense now. Like, and so, uh, my counselor at the time, Tara Shirk, Mrs. Shirk and central, she heard that I was liking science. And so I was talking to her about classes for junior year and she was like, Oh, you should do the, the biotech program. And I was like, Oh, like I'd never really heard of it. I'd seen posters about it in the school, but like I'd never really heard about it. <laughs> and so she introduced me to Miss Van Dyke and they talked to me and uh, like I kind of got to come in and tour the classroom because I was really back and forth because there was like a lot of things about like, oh, everybody tells you like, oh, you want to get like your like official credits in for college. And so that that's what's going to help you more in college. And Ms. Sh Mrs. Shirk was kind of like, this is going to help you like hands-on learning. Right. And if I had the mm -hmm. chance to make the decision again, I would have done the same thing. I'm like, I feel like biotech just really offers a, a hands-on and like their present learning instead of just like here, I'm taking notes. I'm learning about this, but like, Oh, you'll probably learn about it in college too, but man, so here's it for right now. Like biotech really offers that, that full in-depth 
description of science within itself and the biotech field. So it's like real world application. Yeah, for sure. Problem solving, figuring yes. out. Because I've heard that you guys have had some deaths yeah. in here with some of your shrimp and you guys are very good at killing them. That's, I mean, it could be a rumor, but that's, that's what I've heard. Bright shrimp are supposedly the most indestructible creatures in the world, but considering that my group has killed them about 20 times, yeah. just trying so, to get yeah. them to live. Can we chat about that a little bit? <laughs> because, because I will tell you, uh, Mrs. Moulton was very excited when she brought us in to show us the live shrimp, but uh -huh. she also told us that, that point those out. It, is, it is March and you've been doing this for a long time, so there have been quite a few that haven't made it. So yeah. tell us about that project. So for our project, our senior research project, we decided to use brine shrimp to like test out how they would respond to different heats and see if like climate change would have any impact on them because they're known as being like indestructible. They've been around for millions of years. So they really haven't changed that much either. And they live in like really high salinities too. So they're pretty tough, and we wanted to see how they would do in temperatures at like 100 degrees Fahrenheit. And so initially, we started out with <laughs> fish tanks for them, and we <laughs> like the ones above. Oh, you us mean right those there. five empty fish tanks? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they used all of them, but there is there we were several of them. There, yeah. And we like set them up like we were gonna have goldfish, and then that really didn't work out. And we thought, wait, we think this is way too fishy. We can't like we are setting this up for like actual fish <laughs> and not shrimp. And so we had to change the setup a lot of times. We had to do multiple side experiments to test like how they respond to different things like light. We figured out that you shouldn't stick them in a closet because they don't like it and they will die in two days. <laughs> they did not survive that. <laughs> yeah, they we figured out that they don't like yeast, so don't feed them yeast either. <laughs> well, this is what I'm. This is what I really love to hear is that we figured it out. Yeah, you know, the teacher didn't tell you. Yeah, you didn't read it completely out of a book. You nope. did it through experimentation, and you remember these things that you guys that didn't work, the failures that you've had. But you know. I know we said the first attempt in trying or, you know, failure yeah, or whatever, yeah. first mm -hmm. attempt in learning. But well, it sounds like you are, you know, on your umpteenth time. Yeah. It out. But, you know, but that is so that is what's really cool about STEAM education, having a STEAM state of mind, is that you guys are talking about integrating, you know, like math and science. And but it sounds like you're engineering and you're um, integrating things into this problem solving and figuring things out for yourself and not just being told. And you guys are excited about it. I can tell you're excited about it. And so I know you guys have, are having success now. We've got a bunch of live living ones out there too, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we can you tell us, I, we kind of missed you on we why did you excited about the shrimp. We did. Can yes. I ask a really quick question about the shrimp though? Are those the same shrimp that are in Happy Feet? Are those brine shrimp? You guys know the movie with with I, the, the penguins. The penguins. I don't. You might be dating yourself too. I might. Because Happy Feet. I mean, I know you that know movie. What I was it's like the about. animated one, right? Yeah. Oh. I I love Happy Feet. I didn't know if it was. You know, I don't know how old it is because sometimes yeah. they mention a movie to teenagers and they're like. What? When we're finished, yeah. if that I think are, that's where it ends shrimp. after this this year. That's where you won't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No more happy. Feet. You yeah. can ask okay. the juniors; they probably won't know. Maybe. Yeah. 
Hi. So how did, why did you go to bio? Um, actually this wasn't necessarily my first choice. Um, kind of my third, but, um, <laughs> I really wanted to help people. Honesty. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm very grateful I got into the CTC cause it also is competitive. Um, I, my initial one was allied health. I, I still want to pursue, but I wanted to pursue, um, uh, physical therapy and, um, do I just, I'm very grateful that I got to do the CTC because I've learned a lot and I've got learned a lot more about anatomy. Um, we've done med terminology. We've done, we don't just like stop right here. We expand a little bit more where it might be useful to like other people who, yeah. Um, so now I do want to say CTC stands for Craig Career Tech Center, just in case somebody out there doesn't yes. oh, know yeah. what CTC is. <laughs> Sorry. We've said it so we many do, times. Uh, yeah. 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 We better like, what say is, that. Yeah, that's we part of the educational acronyms. alphabet soup. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning that. alphabet soup, yeah. I'm still learning that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, too, I'm going to piggyback off of Graylin here. Um, a lot of my students in here and out there, um, whether biotech was their first choice or not, what's neat about the CTC is that students can come in and try it. And if they learn like, wow, this is really cool. I want to do this. Um, Like Zoe, who's going to go work at the iBank. Katie also works at the iBank. Graylin works at the community tissue center here in in Kettering. Um, So they can try things out. And then I've had students go and they're like, Molden, not to be, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings or anything, but like I've decided this is not my gig and Mm -hmm. I'd like to go major in history when I go to college, that's absolutely fine because they've learned how to problem solve. They've learned how to work with others. They've learned how to critically think. And they've also learned how to make a really big decision in, I don't have to do what people are expecting me to do. I can take what I've learned and then do what's right for me. And so I have a lot of students out there. Um, I think Hamza's out there and he started in biotech and then is now thinking fire science, physical therapy, things like that. Right. And so what's neat about being a career tech student is that students get the opportunity to try things mm-hmm. and see if it works for them. Try what you, what you want to do and be for free. Is Absolutely. Our, yes, is that is, that is our sure. motto. Yep. Yeah. Kind of going off of what Mrs. Molden said, when I joined biotech, I thought I wanted to do forensic science. And now sitting here in March as a senior, that is not really what I want to do. And during my time here, in biotechnology, I feel like like 25 doors have opened of other science fields mm-hmm. that I'm like fascinated with. And I'm like, I, maybe I want to do that. And so I like my knowledge of the opportunities that there are is so much bigger than it was when I entered this room two years ago, mm-hmm. because I, I now know what's out there and what how many like unique biotech job fields there are that like you never would have thought of like if you would have told me a year ago I would have been interning at an at a eye donation bank I would have told you what is that like I would have been pretty lost so I feel like this program just incorporates like the best parts of problem solving and like wider knowledge of what's out there in the real world as people like to say to high schoolers the the real world is what's to come so I feel like this is like such an amazing opportunity for preparation for that and I mean going off of that like when I first came in here I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do I knew I wanted to do something with science obviously but there's all kinds of things like I wanted to be a forensic psychologist and that ended up going out the window real quick because <laughs> it was 
I do I, remember I, that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I feel like yep, that was that was a thing. And then uh, Miss Moulton brought up ballistics, which did sound pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> something something about like figuring out you know what happened at a murder scene. I don't know. Kind of interested yeah, me. Yeah, that is, might yeah. sound weird, but it was kind of cool. <laughs> It gets better. So, <laughs> so, I wasn't sure what that was for a second, so, and then I caught on. <laughs> so then, like, you know, I kind of went back to my roots, chemistry. Got to love chemistry. Um, but I'm a very hands-on person. I cannot sit and learn. I remember. From <laughs> <laughs> Reverting I, back. I, I, I can't sit there and learn. You should treat yourself, you know? I can't sit and learn from a board. Like, yeah. for, right. for like two hours, like when I go to my math class at Sinclair, it's just two hours of, of looking at a board and writing down and writing stuff down and then doing it for homework. It's, it's copy and paste every single day. So I, I think the hands-on is what really got me to the chemical engineering side. And to be honest, I'm sure I might flip flop a few more times because yep. I really don't know what I want to do. It's really okay. But yeah, absolutely and, okay. And absolutely I've been told okay. that by so many people, this one included. Um, and something else that was really cool is we're doing a uh, Sinclair. It's like a Sinclair class in addition to um, biotech, which is helping us with all sorts of different things like uh, resumes, cover letters, um, right. just mm-hmm. all around good. Uh, what is it? Kind of like education on job. Yeah. Interviews. Um so that it's it's kind of cool because you get more out of it than you think. Even if you go into like, even I mean, it's biotech, and we're learning stuff about how to interview. Like that's cool. So that, that's that's something that you gotta I get think, a job someday. Yeah. Well, but that's <laughs> that's the integration of all, everything together because right. it is so all part of it. Education is all about that. Is the steam state of mind that I really want to like promote out there, and I I know that. Um, you know, since we have the students here, and this is so cool how you guys are so energetic about this, I want to say, well, first thing is that we have three females in here who are really interested in the science fields. And that is no offense. No offense. He's my former student. Let's go. So he's great. Mason, yeah. Mason, but, Mason can join celebrating Mason women in science, too. That's yes. totally yeah, fine. Yeah, Mason but, is he's so doing women empowerment. for women, too. So that's but awesome. But one, of my, one of my, and, and just so you guys know, one of my major goals in doing the STEAM, being a STEAM coach now and doing STEAM education is to promote more of the science and technology and engineering fields and mathematical fields for the female population because it's proven not in the males or whatever, but it's proven that the females, by the time they hit sixth grade, they already kind of have a mindset of where they want to go in their careers. And if they're not exposed to a lot of these sciences and mathematical careers, stuff like that before, then we kind of lose a, a big percentage of it. So I'm really excited that you guys were able to do this. Now the man's mind develops a little slower, which we all know I'm a male, so I can say that. And I can attest to that as well. <laughs> yes. And so they've got a little more time in junior. I did do that, but this is, I think it's exciting and it's a testament to your teaching too. Thanks. We have, we have fun. I was going to ask you guys something and I forget what it is. Oh, um, will you each go through and tell us what your senior projects were? We talked about Zoe's, which is the brine shrimp. 
Okay, so Mason, what um, you and Will were working on, what were you working on? So me and my partner, Will, are working on, um, well, were, I should say, uh, what greens to give a bearded dragon. So I think two years ago, um, around Christmas, I got a bearded dragon because I'd always wanted a lizard, and I was really lost for the first, like, nine months on what to feed this thing. I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, trying all these different things, and I narrowed it down to two greens, which are collard greens and mustard greens. So I figured as a fun senior project, we might as well find out what a preference would be because all animals are weird. I mean, some dogs even like certain brands of food. I don't know how they can tell because they can't taste it, but it is what it is. So we um, were testing between store-bought greens and uh, homegrown greens, uh, microgreens for the homegrown part, which was actually another cool kind of spin off of that because we weren't just running greens we were figuring out what these microgreens are which is basically the baby version of the fully grown plant and it has more nutrition in it and it grows like i think like three times faster than the normal thing it's amazing and as we were going through it we were working with uh with mr fogg down um in the cap building and he was extremely informative because every step of the way if we had a question he knew exactly how to answer it and we, um, <laughs> our first batch died, so <laughs> not 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 nearly as bad as the brine shrimp. I don't, yeah, it was but, not as tragic as the brine shrimp, but, but it's still it sad. Will never yes. ever I, I mean, it was still about fifty thousand seeds, so you know. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what ended up? It was like mold or something, maybe. Yep. It was yeah. all mold, which okay. I'm actually allergic to, so that was even more fun to deal with. <laughs> Just learning. Um, and uh, so we replanted, you know, overcame that challenge. That was actually a really funny time because we were kind of with this approach of oh we'll see what happens we'll let it go and if the mold gets too bad we'll you know scrap it and we'll try again and you know we ended up having to do that so the second time went by a lot smoother we knew what we were doing um and as i was giving this to my bearded dragon i kind of also noticed that he is a very very picky dragon because (laughs) if if he is like if if i just give him the store-bought greens he's fine he's happy he doesn't flatten out like a pancake with the spikes poofed out but as soon as i gave him those microgreens he was like livid like he looked at me (laughs) i put them i put them in his bowl and he looked at me and was like what is this this doesn't look right so Granted, the data could be a little skewed because of that. And I'm sure a it not is. willing participant. Yeah. It's, he, yeah. w- he missed the informed consent. He's, yes, he's yeah. a picky boy. Yeah. And um, it was pretty cool because now I actually am a lot more informed about this. And I, I didn't, you know, thank God we didn't have to deal with like protein because crickets are a nightmare. <laughs> to, I don't know how I'd measure them, but the greens were pretty cool because now I know just to stick with store bought. Which <laughs> <There> it <is. laughs> it's, it's a lot totally more simple. fine it's yeah. all about making your pet happy oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. so all right what about you um so our lab my lab partner and i brianna uh our project um involved purifying water so we went to a local like hiking trail and gathered water from a creek um tried to get like the most authentic water. So we walked pretty far out, like probably knee deep and um, harvested like some, it was like a gallon of water, I think. And then we separated it and performed six different tests on it. Um, And what we were kind of looking for was in the real world where there's places that don't have as many um, access to, they don't have as much access to clean water as we do here. 
Um, how could they get the cleanest water, the cheapest, the most uh, accessible, like the easiest, what doesn't take long? How how can they do that so it's easiest for them and just like is easy to distribute across wherever wherever it is that they can't get water? Um, so we did, we boiled the water, we used UV light, we used um, water purification tablets, we used a life straw, we used a Brita filter, and we used a coffee filter. Um, and then from that, we kind of, we um, swabbed the, aug- the water on auger plates, which are plates that grow bacteria, to kind of see how much bacteria the water would grow. And we also swabbed drinking water to compare, like just a bottle of water. Um, and what we found is that the boiling did best, which is what the CDC said. And we also found like some other stuff that we didn't expect was that the Brita filter did second best and the life straw did not do very well. So it was, it was like super interesting to learn about that. And so even though like we kind of have our answers, there's still more questions about like, oh, well, what if we did boiling and a coffee filter? What if we did Brita filter and a coffee filter? Or like, how how is there ways that we could combine it so that this could be, this could help solve a real world problem as to can people get clean water wherever they are? So it's a yeah. hugely important yeah. issue right now across our world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So my drinking straw that somebody gave me, that what is a purification straw, whatever, yeah. they're supposed to just, just stick throw in the water. You can yeah. drink it. Sounds like it should just throw it away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I have a question though. Like with the life straw, okay. you're uh, yeah. supposed to like just stick it down and like so, slurp it like a straw. Yes. But they had to like engineer this because they're trying to plate it to see yes. if bacteria are growing. So yes. like, so you, you so don't want to like suck my, up and spit yes, it out. Yes, our acts, our our answers are probably not 100 percent reliable because we had to. There were some variables we, in there that you did We had to engineer because we didn't want to suck it up into our mouths because we right. didn't want our mouths to like. To right. contaminate our sample. So we had to engineer this straw that we had to, like, connect to the top of the, the actual <laughs> life straw. We found some pipettes or something yeah, in here. Yeah, and we, and like, broke off the whatever. top of them and, like, taped them. And then we had watch. to dump it out. So, honestly, I think that would be something that we would try to do again to kind of get more okay, accurate I'm results. Interested. You yeah. could probably yeah. still yeah. keep yeah. your life yeah. straw. Yes. You're probably yeah. okay. Yeah. For now. Yeah. yeah. For now. Okay. For now. To be continued. Our group... Tabby and Lillian, um, we decided to um, do our project on cat and dog mouths, how much bacteria they grow, which one's dirtier. Um, cat mouths are dirtier. Um, we Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Um, in their research, that's what they found. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they uh, like it might not a be, you know, <laughs> in another situation, it might be something different, but that's it, what you guys it found. Might, yeah. yeah. Um, so we had six cats, six dogs. Um, we swabbed them be be like um before every meal um one in the morning one at night and then we grew them we stained them and we uh i we identified or the best we could because we didn't purely culture that we had a lot of mistakes but That's we okay. learning opportunities yeah, learning is opportunities. what she meant to what say um, we should have per- <laughs> the opportunity <laughs> to learn something new uh we should have purely cultured some of the colonies that we did um stain and um put on slides um but then we we did um we did a really good job at just looking for like researching the well as we found out and went along we did very good at like trying to like oh maybe we can do this better that better 
um, what else? There's a lot what of problem piece? solving. There, there was a lot. <laughs> well, and yeah. it sounds like all um, of you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, we did con like we did figure out that um, gram positive um, and gram negative bacteria um, they thrive in like uh, wet and dry environments. One, oh, which one was it specifically? I forget. I think it's is it gram negative that it thrives in. I think they can be in both. They can be in both. Um, but that could have to do with what they eat. Um, like cats, they usually eat wet food, not, there are oh. dogs, but like it could have been, there could have been a lot more variables, um, mm -hmm. to that. Um, but that's what we came up with. <laughs> <laughs>